Good evening and welcome back to our weekly question and answer series for Anash.org. Question. You make a Berche Shechiyuni when you have a baby girl. And can you make it in the Sviri days? The Alter Rebbe writes inside the Berche Sanhanan that when a person has a baby girl, when he sees her the first time, he makes a Berche Shechiyuni. And uh, this is basically mentioned in the Shechinor also of the Besi Yosef. And um, we don't see anywhere that we do not make this Berche Shechiyuni. This is a bracha which says in Chazal and Shechinorach, the Alter Rebbe brings it down. And yes, we make this bracha when you see the first time your baby Dora. Now the question is. Can you make it in Svira take in the days of Svira? In Sefer Amorogam, the Rebbe writes that we don't make a Berchus Shechiyoni in the Svira days. Shabbos you could make a bracha, but during the Svira days, in the, in the weekdays, we don't make a Shechiyonu. But that's only on a thing which you don't need to make a Shechiyonu. That means a new fruit or a, um, a new dress, or uh, a new suit, clothing when you make a shechiyonu. This, you don't need to put on, you don't need to eat the fruit, so therefore you don't make a shechiyonu. You try to avoid not to make a shechiyonu. But when it comes to a shechiyonu, which you have to make, because that's the time when you have to do it, of course you make the shechiyonu. For instance, a person makes a pit in a bed in the sphere days. Of, uh, he has to make a Shechiyonu because that's not a thing which you could avoid this is a thing which you need to do and if you don't do it now you cannot do it so therefore you can make a Shechiyonu this is what the Mishnah Brewer brings down in Simatuf Tzadi Gimel in the name of the Mama Matcha and the Kavani is even the people who are Machmer not to make a Shechiyonu in the Sviri days because there are some people who are not makpat on this, and they do make shechiyonu, even on fruit, uh, in the Swedish. But our meaning goes according, like the Poiskim will say that you shouldn't make a shechiyonu in the Swedish days. But even this Poiskim agree that whenever you have to make a shechiyonu for a pidraben, etc., you make the bracha. So when it comes to our question, um, you see the first time you baby girl, and it's the only time it, you could make a Shechiyonu. Yes, you can make this Shechiyonu even in the Sphere days. Question Are you allowed to trim your mustache? And what is considered a mustache? And what is the Binige Chabad and the Rabbayim about this? Um, according to the Zoyer and the Mekibalim, there is a Hidr and Midas Chasidas that the person should cut and trim his mustache. That means it shouldn't be overly growing. There's a lot of reasons of it. According to the Zoyer, the uh, place above the the, uh, uh, the 
uh, around the mouth has to be free of any hair. So therefore, whenever mustache grows overly big, there is an Indian that you should cut it. Other boys can say because when you eat milchiks and you might stay some um, milk or cheese sticked on, you don't see it, and then you're going to eat uh, fleshiks, meat product, and there's a problem of basim um, So we see according to halacha, it is not a problem, and according to the zoe, it is not only it's not a problem, there is some kind of Indian, and we see that the Rizal, the holy Rizal, um, used to cut his mustache whenever it grew and it bothered him of eating. That means whenever it's, it's so big that it doesn't let you eat, you could cut it. And this, by the way, you could cut also in the days of Sphira, because that's something which bothers you to eat. So that's the Shittas of Zoyer, Balamekabolam, and Poiskim. Regarding Menik Chabad, there's a letter from the Rebbe in Igris Kodesh Chaligi Tess, page 422, which somebody asked the Rebbe this question, and the Rebbe answers like this, any question regarding cutting your um, mustache, since I did not hear any um, clearly guidance on this, and there are uh, there are uh, reasons to both sides yes to cut and not to cut so the Rebbe answers him you should ask in Bimavarer what's the Menik Chabad and you should ask the Rabone Chabad and see what they do and whatever they do you could do and that's Masaraf so from the Rebbe we don't have clear guidance if you should cut it or you should not cut it and the Rebbe says Look around, see if Minik Chabad is and what Rabboni Chabad is. And this is how what you can do. So to answer your question, what is the Minik Chabad? You got to ask the Rabboni Anash and see what people do. And I can tell you, some people do cut it, some people don't cut it. So again, you don't have a clear guidance and it's uh, both sides has uh, reasoning and uh, you can do if it bothers you and and it doesn't let you eat there is a, a good reason to cut it but just to cut it when it doesn't bother to eat then you should not cut it question in order to wash your hands with soap on Shabbos it needs to be very watered down what if I am in a place that only has regular soap is there any way that I could use it? The answer to, do to this is you have one option. You could take the soap and soak it and put it in into a glass of water till it dissolves and then you could use it. You cannot use it when it's hard but you could put it in into water and wait it should dissolve and then you could use it. And the Maramukim is the Ktsesa Shulchan. The Ktsesa Shulchan is Sima Kif Mem Vov. Bada Shulchan Sifkut Lamad Bais writes that there's not a problem to put in soap when it dissolves in the water. We know that you cannot take a thing which is hard and, and um, break it down and dissolve it with your hands. Because that goes in the problem of Noilut. 
So take it and uh, dissolve it with your hands, you have a problem. When it's hard, you might have also a problem of mamarach. But uh, when you take it, you put it into the water and it dissolves by itself, it does not go into this in the, into this problem of Neuland and you could use it on Shabbos. Now, not everybody agrees with this psak. Some boys can, do not agree with it, but the Ktoisa Shulchan writes that you could do it. So therefore, if a person is in a place which he needs to use soap, now when we're still in the uh, in pandemic and he doesn't have any other soap, he could rely on the Ktoisa Shulchan and put it into the water, wait a few minutes till it dissolves by itself, and then he could use the soap water. Question. Can one give a hall of stamp product to other Jews that eat them? The answer to this question is no. You cannot give this for someone else. Why? Because <clears throat> you don't eat hall of Akim, it's a nice way to say Chol of Stam, but basically it's Chol of Akim, which he didn't have. A Jew should be there when they milked the, the milk. So, since you are not going to eat it because you hold that it's also to eat, and you don't rely on all the Atairim, you hold them Ikeradin, you cannot eat it. And the poets came right that whenever you don't eat the food because you hold it is non, it's non-kosher ikradin, so there's an iser of lifna, even to give it to someone else. If a person holds it, it's kosher, but you want to be machmar, you, you want to have a better heksher, you want to be, you want to rely on, on, on more chumras. So then you could give it for someone else which doesn't um, rely on all the chumras. But when a person doesn't eat it because he holds, like the shittas, that it's also to eat, so then you cannot give it someone else because if you hold that it's also to eat when you give it to someone else you're aware of the Isra of Lifla Iver you can see in Chivas Ksaf Soifer a Yeradaya Siman Ayin he has a talk about this and also in Chivas Shaivet HaKohosi Chaylik Alaf Siman Ayin Hai so again whenever you don't do it only because of a Chimra you could give it for someone else whenever you don't do it because you hold that like the poiskim that you cannot eat it, then you cannot give it for someone else. Since Chol of Akim, we don't eat Me'ikradin, so therefore you cannot give it for someone else, even though that he relies on the poiskim which say that you could eat it. Question. When is the right time to take your child a chayder, a chnosis l'chayder, after the upshedenish? Uh, the Rebbe writes in the, in the letters in Igris uh, Kodesh Chaligimu, page 407, that once the meaning used to be that you only took your child in Chayder only when he became five years old. That means Upshen and take me to Chayder not necessarily go together. You cut the, the hair and make payas when he becomes three. But taking him to Chayder, you can do afterwards too. And that used to be the meaning at five. But in the Kintras Heichem Anachem, Gimel, page Reish Memzain, 
247. Over there, the brings that the Rebbe said for Rabbi Yaroslavsky that Rabbi Sainini Sieni used to tell B'derech Klal that you should take your child and when you are, you are three years old. And this is also what it is stated in Sichas Koydesh, Tovshin Niyem Beis, Chaylik Aleph, Omer 343, that you should do it when you're three years, years old. So to answer your question, when is the ideal time, the right time to take your child to Chayder the first time and do all the manugam of taking to Chayder, you should do it when he turns three years old and not wait till he is five. Now, for sure, when you are in such a situation that you can make payers, but you cannot take him to Chayder, if there's a lockdown or whatever uh, reason, then you could push it off. But the ideal thing is to take him right when he turns three years old. Question. What is the correct bracha on schnitzel when frying it with breadcrumbs? This is a very good question. People make um, meat and they cover it with, uh, with uh, matzah meal, breadcrumbs. What bracha do you make? Because the, the meat is a shahakul. The crumbs is a mezoinus. So the halacha is that when a person has a thing which is an iker and a tofu, that means a thing which is the main thing, and a thing which is not the main thing, you make the bracha on the iker and you don't make a bracha on the tofu. But if it is a mezoinus, a mezoinus is always. Um, stronger, the strongest thing, and if you have even a, a drop of mazoinus um, which you put in into uh, the food, if you put in flour, any flour which is a mazoinus, you put it into a cheesecake, it depends. If you put it in because you want to have the taste, although it's a drop, you are going to make a berches mazoinus because mazoinus has a very chshivas, and if you put it into any food, even though it's a drop, and so to speak, it should be a it's a tofu, but since it is made also to give taste, therefore it is a mazoinus. If you put it in, not because you want to taste, only because it should glue together the cake. That means you put it, you putting it in sometimes in a cheesecake, only it should it should, it should make. That the cheesecake should stick, stick together, or sometimes you put in uh, flour into a gefilte fish in order to stick together. It's not made for taste, so then it is the bracha what it is. That means if it's a, a shahakla cheesecake is shahakla or fish is shahakla, you make a shahakla. You don't make an amazonas. Now, when you take breadcrumbs and you put it on a schnitzel. Um, there's a big machlokes hachroinam. What bracha to make? Some poiskim say that you make a shahakl. Why? Because they hold the main thing is the meat. The main thing is the meat, and not the 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 the, the main thing is the meat, and not the the crumbs. And therefore, therefore. You make a shakla. That means 
when you have a schnitzel, um, you don't you could eat the meat by itself, but nobody eats the cover, the tippy, the the breadcrumbs on their own. So therefore, um, they hold that you should make only a shahakel. Another reason why they hold they should make a shahakel, since they feel that the main thing is why you're putting it on top of it is in order it should fry good and shouldn't get burned. But it's not, the ikir is not, the main thing is not for the taste. It gives a taste, but it's not made for the taste. It's only made that it shouldn't burn the piece of meat. So therefore, they hold that you make a shark. Other person can say no, since it is made also to give some kind of taste, and it gives it a taste, so therefore, you make a berches mazoinus because as I mentioned before, whenever there's a shakl and mazoinus, although the main thing is shakl and the tofel is mazoinus, you're still making uh, a mazoinus. And this is mashpa from the Alter Rebbe, and Sima Kivsama Ches, Sifid Aleph, it comes out like that, that on schnitzel you should make a mazoinus. But since there is a mechloikus aposkim, a big mechloikus, even in the Alter Rebbe, there is also some which do not agree 100% that it is a mezoinus. So therefore the ideal thing is in such a way that you should make a piece, you should make a mezoinus on something else, on a pretzel or on a piece of cake and make a shahakl on something else which is a shahakl and then you can eat the schnitzel. Or you could eat first a piece of meat. From the schnitzel you take out the piece of meat and then you you could uh, make the mazoinus because even according to the Alter Rebbe, if we hold that the Alter Rebbe holds that schnitzel is a mazoinus because of the covering, which is a mazoinus, but the Allah is even by ikir and tufel. If a person eats first the tufel, he could make a brach on the tufel. When you eat it together, or when you make first a brach on the ikir, then you don't make a brach on the tufel anymore. But you could eat first the tofel, make a bracha, and then eat the ikir. So, he, so when it comes to our case, in order to go out of all the svekas, you should take a piece of meat, make a shakel, and then you could make a mazoinus on the, on the covering. But the ideal thing and the best thing is to take separate um, shakel and mazoinus because if we hold that schnitzel is a shahakl, you cannot make the mazoinus on the covering. So the ideal thing will be take a piece of mazoinus, take a piece of shahakl, and then you can eat the schnitzel without any problems. Question. Well, making a shechiyonu on a new fruit, which bruch do you make first? The brocha on the fruit or the shechiyonu? Now, the Alter Rebbe writes clearly inside the Berch Sanhenem, Perigud Aleph, Sifid Beis, that you first make a Shechionu, and then you make the Bracha Boripriu Eitz or Boripriu Adumu on the fruit which you're going to eat. So that answers the question. First you make the Shechionu, and then you make the Bracha on the fruit. Why is it? And the reason is why the Alter Rebbe, Alter Rebbe gives the reason because truly a person when he sees a new fruit he could make already a bracha shechionu only by seeing the fruit 
But since the meaning is that we don't make the bracha only when we eat it, but that's the meaning. The meaning is we don't make it when we see it, we only make it when we eat it. But since, according to Allah, if a person sees a new fruit, he can make the shikhyonu then. So, it, so since the bracha shikhyonu came before the berches hachila, because the berch shikhyonu came right when he saw it, and only when you're eating it, then you make the berches on the fruit. So therefore, the Alter Rebbe says, whenever you're going to make a shikhyonu on a fruit, you should um, make first the shikhyonu, and only afterwards you should make the bracha on Boira Priyuaitz. Okay, good night, and have a wonderful week, and please join us next week, and send in your questions to inbox at anash.org.